Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is your host, C.L. King, coming to you live from the High Definition Studios here in Impactville. And we are blessed tonight to be able to get back to doing what we love to do. Took a day off yesterday, and now we're back in the High Definition Studios with my right-hand man, Mr. Mike B. Say what's up, Mike. What's up, everybody? And listen, tonight... Uh, we wanted you to know that tonight's going to be a, a very power-packed, dynamic 30 minutes of increasing your faith. We have two remarkable people who have been on this show before. Now, this is what I want you to know. It's not a common thing for folks to come back a second time because we are so we have such a long list of people getting on the show. But when I, when I know and our team knows that we've tapped into some people who are like-minded and our and our world changes and are, are making an impact i said mike clear the schedule we gotta get them back and so you guys know them as pastors philip and jasmine mcgee let me pick up my phone jasmine so i can do what i told you i was gonna do i <laughs> see you see how it is i just get to run in my mouth and i forgot that i have to i have to do a job here and uh we're blessed to have these folks here all the way from the great state of louisiana and Louisiana is a great state. And I'm, I'm changing the privacy so everybody can see it. You can go ahead and share it, Jasmine. And what I want you to know is that it doesn't matter what obstacle you may face in life, right? Because obstacles will come. I said this in my morning devotion the other day. There's always an alternative. And the alternative is not quitting. And these people are an example of two people in leadership and ministry who are doing the work of God and the will of God and not giving up. So I would like for you guys to pay very close attention tonight because I know your faith is going to be lifted. I want you to take some notes. I want you to connect with them. We're going to give their information out multiple times throughout the night. And I just want you to be edified and lifted up about what the Lord is doing. Do you guys believe that God can do something in your life tonight? I believe it. So put your hands together and welcome to our virtual studios, Pastor Philip and Jasmine McKee. Welcome, guys. Hey, <laughs> what, a, what a great time to have you folks back. Thank you so much for joining us on Impacting Life 24-7. And Mike, uh, thank you for joining us tonight, too, brother. We had to fly you in from Parts Unknown, right? Exactly. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, I'm incognito this week for sure. Yeah, we, we, so we, we Mike is in an undisclosed location, and <laughs> our business our business is so virtual that I don't even know where he's at. That's how good we roll, man. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get right to it because time flies when you're having fun. Did that share sure. work for you, Pastor Jasmine? Did that work? Yes. Okay. Good it deal. Did. So everybody will be able to see it. There won't be any issues. So. Uh, I'm thankful that you guys were, were with us a couple months ago, and we were talking about your church in New Orleans, Louisiana. And am I saying it wrong? I should say New Orleans. Should I, which, how should I say New it? Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Okay, New Orleans. Yes, New Orleans. Let's get it. Let's get it right, Black. Because I'm talking from the. I'm talking like right. a Yankee, right? New Orleans. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> and so, um, get us kind of uh, give us a. You got to give it, give it to us in the elevator version. <laughs> but the give, elevator version. if you can, give us kind of a, a recap of of your ministry there in New, New Orleans and how it got started 
and where you guys, uh, you know, how the whole thing is going. We'll get into some specifics, but I want people to kind of get a backdrop of who we have here tonight for their first time watching. Well, I'm I'm very honored to be here once again. It's uh, it, it's an awesome thing that you're doing, and we actually listen um, all the time and yes. watch your podcast <laughs> all the time, believe it or not. But in in um in a nutshell. About almost three years ago, going on three years now, the Lord called us off of the evangelist field. We were traveling ministers. We went through uh, 42 different states to ministry, went into Puerto Rico, been into Canada, uh, brought, brought, the, brought the ministry everywhere we could go. And the Lord called us to New Orleans to start this work. And um, being as my background is I'm from, from the hood and, and uh, grew up in, in the hood, my background, I, I knew exactly where God wanted me to go. And so we planted a church in the lower ninth ward of New Orleans. Right. And uh, for those of you that don't know anything about New Orleans, the lower ninth ward is the part that they make movies about. <laughs> and um, it's not the best area, but, you know, it's not the worst area either. Right. And uh, so we started having church outside because that was the only thing we could do. When we started having church, COVID broke out and shut, right. the, shut the whole city down, but we never stopped. Because we were outside, we had a little yeah. bit of a, a, a loophole, if you will. Right. Yeah. And we just kind of told everybody, listen, you can sit wherever you want to on this property. Right. You ain't got to sit by nobody. <laughs> and uh, we we just grew from there. We never stopped having service. And um, so from there, we, we ended up buying a building. After about a year of, of uh, being in, uh, in New Orleans, bought a building. Which was a miracle. Which was a miracle itself. <laughs> um, the owner wanted $50,000 and we didn't have a single dollar, but in seven weeks, the Lord gave us $50,000 to buy this building, cash, cash money. Um, but it was a Hurricane Katrina building, so it needed to be completely rebuilt. And um, so we just continued to have service outside. And um, in the last year, the last few months or so, we've been doing everything we can do to get the building together. But in that process, the Lord has allowed us to purchase uh, four other properties right. around the building to kind of grow um, the church campus, if you will. Right. Um, there's a lot in the future that's going to happen. Right now, they're just empty slabs or empty properties with really neatly cut grass, mind you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so they're, they're just sitting there now, but uh, the Lord will utilize them for his glory uh, in the long run. And with that, we've grown not only to have an English church, but we have a Spanish church as well. So our services are now being translated. And the growth that we've seen, it, it's crazy because we don't just have, like a lot of people think we just have people from the lower nine that come to no. our church. But the truth is, is, we actually have people from the river parishes. We have people from across the lake. We, we have, have people, people that drive over an hour to get to church. Yes, so. and some people have even driven as far as five hours to service, and not just one time, but like multiple times. They've done it multiple times. Right. So I think that's a, a big misconception about Noah is that, oh, it's just a church for the hood in the hood, and that's not true. God's using it to reach farther and wider multitude. than even we could yeah. have ever expected, and we, that growth we, has grown us out of right. our tent. We literally have every social class in our church. Right. Right. We have people that are extremely wealthy, and we have people that live on government assistance. Right. And so God is just opening up these doors. Right. Well, you and know, they, and, they all and, coexist beautifully. And that's right. and that's what that's what I love because you know I always peek in. I'm 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 stalking y'all from a long distance away. Right. But but the truth <laughs> but the truth is is that you know you you hit it you hit the nail on the head. Sometimes people can take the 
you know, the location or the whatever of the church and just conclude that, oh, it's this kind of church and it only serves right. these type of people. But thank, no. thank God that you guys have 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 been a, a call by God to reach all the people of, of right. New Orleans. You, you know what I'm saying? Right. The rich, yeah. the rich, the rich need Jesus, too, don't they? That's right. Yeah, you That's know, right. and 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 so do the poor, and so um and and everybody in between, and so I'm just I'm thankful that you guys are doing that. The building was definitely a miracle, and yeah, I've it seen it. I've seen it. Uh, it's down to the studs, Mike, on the on the yeah, inside, right. right? They they had to take it down to the studs. Okay. Yes, and then Hurricane Ida, we had started repairs before, like we bought the building, and literally the next day we start working on it. Right. Turn down stuff, building stuff, and everything. Right. And so when Hurricane Ida came, two, two weeks later, Ida hit. Three weeks later, three weeks later, Ida hit. And ripped part of the building, it, the the it roof, took the roof off, up and then slammed, slammed it, back it down. down. And so. so then we had to rebuild half the sanctuary. It's yep. been a crazy thing that only God could fix, and He's been fixing it. But He's provided every every bit of it. All of I'm going to say 90, 90 to ninety five percent of all of the material inside the building has been completely donated. Uh, uh -huh. Wow. By somebody that's 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 in the church that just recently sold their lumber yard, and so it was just it was a god thing. Now, one thing, that, Mike, I don't know. Have you ever been, Mike? Have you ever been a church, a part of any like church plants where they start from the ground up? Have you ever been a part of any of those? No, I have never been a part of that. But uh, what piqued my curiosity is when you said during COVID, uh, you know, how was that? Can you guys expound upon that a little bit about no. what, it, what it was like? All right. So what we did, if I hate to use this kind of word, but this is it's kind of it's really the truth. We marketed the church that was COVID friendly yeah. because we're outside <laughs> and right. open air. Yeah, awesome. we have no boundaries. You know, so we told people, bring your lawn chair if you don't want to touch one of our chairs. That's fine. Yeah. Or if you want to touch yeah. one of our chairs, that's fine. Bring your chair. We had people that would go to the perimeter of property, but they weren't being church. Right. And we had these big speakers that we put on pedestals. And we would blare it insanely loud. Yeah, we still do it loud. And but, people would be yeah. on their porches and they would text right. us or they would call us or they would even come over from a distance and said, hey, at least I can say I went to church. Awesome. And the truth is that they could have an in-person experience that was COVID-friendly. Right. And you know, wow. they say when life hands you lemons, you make lemonade. Right. Well, when life hands us lemons... We plant those lemons to grow a tree to get more lemons. That's right. You know, so that's we, right. And so that's that's kind of what we did with COVID. We we knew a lot of people around us. Their churches shut down, so we were like, "Hey, our church is still going. If you want to just come worship with us, come on and worship." Because my whole thing has always been, I don't care what your denomination is. Right. What's your relationship with Jesus? That's right. That's what it's about. That's right. Jesus didn't come here to give us religion he came here to give us a relationship all right so and before pastor starts preaching let me ask you guys a quick question because <laughs> then we might, might we might have to take up offering for our brother he felt it he yeah felt election. <laughs> let me um let me ask you this before we before we get too far gone how can people connect with you and, and how can people participate and get a part of what's going on guys so it's crazy that you say that so our Facebook, I don't know how this really changes the, the, the scheme of things, but we're like 60 people from hitting that public figure status. So I don't know if it will notify everybody. I don't know how the logistics of that work. But right okay. now, and for the foreseeable future, we're going to continue to spread the love of Jesus and the things that he's done, the miracles, the signs, wonders, everything on our social media platform 
for other people to see what God is doing. And then that testimony hopefully will build faith amongst the what constituency. Is, what is the platform, sister? What's the platform? It's Facebook. Yeah. It's As of right now, that's all we have is Facebook. But so I mean, what, right what's, what, how do they find you on Facebook? What, what oh, are... okay. So it's just my name. It's Jasmine with two Z's. Ramos McKee. J-A-Z-Z-M-I-N-E, like, like Jazz Mine. Yeah, like Jazz, like Jazzy <laughs> Jeff in the first Prince. Yeah. Yes. So look for yeah. Jasmine Ramos Ram- McKee yes. on yeah. Facebook. And the link is already in the chat. Greg already put it there. Uh, I'll pin that to the conversation or Greg, send it, put it in there, or maybe I'll put it in there. But anyway, uh, w- the reason why we ask for this is because we want people to be able to connect with you. We want people to, able to be able to see because they they say seeing is believing, right, Pastor Philip? They, they say seeing right. is believing, and some. Thank you, Greg. Uh, one of the things that I know is, and I told them this, Mike. You know, sometimes our our faith can be challenged, right, Mike? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And I told them that I said, anytime I'm feeling like my faith is low. I just go to their page because <laughs> they they are in a totally different. They're normal people, but they're doing extraordinary things. And so the the building program is going, and you've you've yes. in, you start you guys were using ten by ten tents, right? At yes. first, At right? First, yes. Yeah, you were you were. I, I think I seen a picture of it. Where, yeah, they have four they have four ten right. by ten tents for their sanctuary. Man, and we were like the children of Israel. Right. They right. Tear down after every That's it, man. And and so now you guys have a, a permanent tent on your your yes. building property, property, correct? Right. Right. Yes. But but yes. now the, the, the challenge is and that we wanted to talk about this early is that you, you need you want to make it more. Um, you need a new platform or some other things to, to help us out or help you out in this duration before you get into your building, because you could be it could be another four or six months before you're in your building. Right. 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 And yeah. so we're going to add a tent because okay. right now, as crazy as it sounds, if everybody comes to church. And we've teetered on this a couple of times, a couple of services where we were like, but if yeah. everybody comes to church, we don't fit everybody under the tent. Yeah. It Which doesn't is a good out. problem to have. Right. So we're going to add another tent. They'll sit side by side. By the way, we don't have the blue tents anymore. They're, we have them, but we have a nice 20 by 30 tent now. Yeah, right. And, and you know, I, I, I've seen it. You guys had a, we had a little dust up in the summer, wasn't it? Where the wind yeah. blew yes. and. And took it out. Yeah, and well, then, that was the old tent. That was the old that tent. Was, see, a lot's happened since the last interview. <laughs> so the old tent got destroyed by some freak windstorm that came out of nowhere. And so our tent guy just happened to have this other tent. We're like, hey, let us, you know, bring it over here. We're going to buy it from you. And uh, and we ended up buying it from him. And uh, it's, about, tent, it's yeah. about 10 foot smaller than the other tent. Uh-huh. But it still works. It still works. And so the, the plan is because the platform that we have now was was never meant to be there forever right and so it was literally made we made it with our own hands my wife and i and my children we made it out of uh wooden pallets and then we found a bunch of broken fences that had fallen over (laughs) after the hurricane and so we'd load up the fences in our in our truck in our van and we'd take them home and we'd we'd peel off the fence boards and we'd line the, the the floor of the platform with them 
yeah. and we lined the backdrop with it. Look, we right. were broke and desperate, so hey, we just had you to know what? But, it's, but, but you know what? It's beautiful, though. It works. Yeah. Because all of the boards are different. They all, they're all different sizes. They're all different shapes. They're all different colors, just like the kingdom of heaven is going to be. That's right. They're all different. They're all tattered. They've got an issue here and there. But, but they work. They work. So, so, but, <laughs> so, but now we need, we need to, because I want people to be to able to respond. It. Yeah, talk, talk to us about it, the upgrade it, that you need. Well, it needs to be upgraded because when we replaced all of the material inside the church, all of the termites went to the platform. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so oh, wow. Now our platform, yes. if you step wrong, you're going to go through it. Yeah, in some places it already has. Yeah, I've put plywood over it for now, but. Yeah. It's just, it, it, it needs, it is. it is what it is. It's <laughs> right. full of termites. We know where we live. We're right. in New Orleans where the termite is a state animal. Right. And so we're just, <laughs> it, it is what it is. Right. And so we, just, we need to upgrade. We've got some dimensions for one that's going to be, it's going to be off the, the ground. We bought the plans for another one. It's going to be, what, a foot off the ground. And so there's going to be pretty, plenty of ground clearance, all treated material. Okay. It's going to be really beautiful. It's about twice the size of what we have now, which is going to be great because the Lord has sent us uh, musicians. Right. And so we're going to be able to have live instruments yes. and stuff at church now once yeah. we get this platform built. All right. So, so, it's so if, people, if people would like to donate, what can they do? What 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 can they do, Jasmine? What, you guys? So we have Cash App. Okay. We have PayPal. We have... Um, Zelle? Venmo. Venmo. Excuse me. We have Venmo. We do not have Zelle. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, so that's let, our biggest. So let's go through each one. And I'll, Greg, you just okay. type it in the chat, brother, when she tells us. So what's your cash app? It's dollar sign cash what? Cash app is dollar sign capital N, capital O, capital A, capital H. Excuse me. No, no, no. No, no, no. Capital N, capital O, capital A. The A starts the word apostolic. It spells it out. A P O. S T O L I C and then H A V E N Haven. So it's N O Apostolic Haven. Okay. Boy, I hope you got all that, Greg. <laughs> all right, let's try that again for the Cash App. We want to make sure that people can hear yes. uh, hear it clearly. It's capital N, capital O, capital A. Apostolic Haven. Apostolic. Yep, Apostolic yes. Haven. Is Haven capitalized too? The H is yeah. capitalized. Okay, the ha Haven is uh, the H in Haven is capitalized. So, if you like to help uh, this this ministering family to help build their platform, that because because of supply chain and because of uh, funding schedules, they're gonna they're gonna be out in this tent. With, we're gonna have two of them, and it's a nice tent. But right. you know, just think the, the the hot days of Louisiana. It is hot out there. I know it's still hot. It's still hot, you know. And we, we haven't got our week of winter yet. Right? Yeah, the whole week so of winter, right? And, we, and might, we might have a week in January of winter. And when you have inclement weather, um, how, how do you guys negotiate that? So <laughs> the good thing is, is that we, what we did was this summer when it kept raining and raining, rain. We we had a thing. Well, if it rains, we will cancel service. Right. We said, nope, we're not doing that anymore because it seemed like the enemy's way of like, well, we'll just rain. And so we said, okay, fine. We're, we're going to go out there and have church anyway when it rains. And yeah. wouldn't you know, it stopped raining. And so what was frustrating for, for me was I found myself pointing at the TV, rebuking the weatherman because <laughs> they would always say, oh, it's going to be a beautiful week. And then Sunday we're going to have downpours. It's 80% chance of rain on Sunday. 
and then um, come Sunday, we've canceled service for that. And then right. come Sunday, it's the most beautiful day right. of the week, and then a drop falling down. And so now we're like, you know what? If it's going to rain, we just don't get wet. The good thing about the <laughs> new platform, though, in reference to your question, is that it has a... It's got a, it's got a bigger awning. Bigger awning. And so we would so be able to have church, and nothing, none of our sound equipment would get damaged. Right. right. And so, again, if you would like to donate to this cause, their cash app is capital N, capital O, capital A, and that word A starts the word apostolic, and then capital H starts the word haven. So it's N-O apostolic haven, and the dollar yes. sign comes first. You also have another yes. way You have another way people can give? PayPal. Yes. So PayPal? It, it, PayPal. It, it, PayPal is just the church name. It's New Orleans Apostolic Haven at Gmail, um, which we try to keep everything really simple. Uh, there so if, if they go to that or if they go to my facebook page the donate link is right under my name okay good so all of that is is important because listen to me folks when i tell you i think about it i think about it mike you think about this you go to church you got your ac you got your nice padded pews right you know what i mean right indoor plumbing we we t- we yeah indoor plumbing we take all <laughs> mike do we not take all that for granted brother I mean, we do, and and I'll say that my church is kind of uh, we're going through a, a build right now as well, and it's a barn, but it's a nice barn, so I'm very thankful for it because um, <laughs> they're building the church, uh, we're building a new church on our same property where where we're at church at. So I kind of understand, but man, I so respect what you guys are doing. God bless you guys. It's awesome to hear what you're doing and being obedient to God. He is really blessing. I can I can tell. So. Yeah, and and you know, again, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Pastor and both pastors, Philip and Jasmine McGee, went to New Orleans because they felt God called them. That they knew God called yes, them there. I knew it. And and yeah. and regardless of what has happened, because you guys know the 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 um the tagline on my book says, "No matter the adversity, you still can make it." And one of the things that endeared me to these folks is, is that it didn't matter. Their car broke down. Jasmine was broke down somewhere. And then all of yeah. a sudden, somebody just decides to give them a nine-passenger SUV. It really yeah. is exactly ha- – it happened exactly like that. And uh, but now, let's, just, let's just divert for a second because I, the reason why I, I emphasize a nine-passenger SUV, because you guys have an <laughs> enormous family. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you could get your own TLC show. Tell it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so tell yeah. us, tell us the ages of your children. So we have a thirteen-year-old, uh, twelve-year-old, a nine-year-old, a seven. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, eight-year-old, eight-year-old. a uh, five-year-old, a two-year-old, and a sixteen-month-old. And, and uh, we're about to have two more in March. Well, y'all didn't know it was twins. Yeah, as of right now, we don't know. We haven't had another ultrasound in a while, but as of right now, it looks the like the last twins. one. It was twins. Yeah. But you know what? What I'm gonna tell you something. Look at God. So we've got nine passenger vehicle now. So we fit the whole family, right? Right. So when we found that it was twins, we're kind of like, what are we gonna do? And a pastor texted me yesterday, and he's got a church van he's giving us. <laughs> I see what I mean. So yeah, look at God. We don't worry about it. We just 
And the Bible says, the Bible says, uh, cast all your cares upon me for I care for you. Yeah. And so when this happened, we're like, God, you know what's going on. You need to fix this because I can't do nothing about it. And you leave it there. That and and we have a we have a good sized bus route. Right, we do have a good bus route. I mean, like we are willing to do whatever we got to do to get people to church. Right, people take public transportation. They take the city bus to get to church, or they take the our our transportation to get to. They get there, however. So now, now let's just let's just rehearse this too. You guys were living in in in. Uh, you guys were living in an Airbnb for uh, for a while, right? Oh, we yeah. were homeless. You were homeless, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So I felt like that was the biggest secret that we had to hold because, so we didn't want people to scrutinize us because, well, we got all the kids and like we had to live in hotels and we had to live in Airbnb, like you said, just whatever we could. Even a camper. Somebody gave us a camper right. to live in, which is a huge blessing. Right. And it fit all of us. So right. Praise the Lord for that. You but. can't help what adversity is going to come your way, but you right. can help how you respond to it. That's right. That's right. So we just did whatever we could. And we said, you know what? I know the enemy is, we knew, we knew. And we said to each other many times, the enemy is just trying to flush us out of New Orleans. That's yeah. So what we need to do is keep having church. So we would commute. A lot of people didn't realize this, but our camper is parked on the Four Louisiana campgrounds. Four the hours campgrounds. from New Orleans. We, we would travel back. <laughs> Every Sunday morning. When we wanted to hold a Bible study with somebody on an off night, we'd come all the way down here, have Bible studies, go all the way back. We do what you've got to do to build the kingdom because it's not about you, it's about him. That's right. It's all about him. And you, you you know, when when we didn't have, I'm gonna tell you this real quick. We so at our at our Louisiana camp meeting every year, there's um three camps leading up to big family camp. So we've got Kids camp, junior camp, senior camp, and then there's a, there's like a, a few day break, and then family camp. And so somebody asked me to work security for these camps, and I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. I, I love this campground. I believe in it. I want to do my part to help. Uh-huh. And so when we left New Orleans to go to camp, <laughs> we got a hotel in Tioga, Louisiana, where the campgrounds are at. Right. So we got a hotel for a but week. From a hotel. A, to from a hotel, hotel to a hotel. <laughs> but when we left wow. New Orleans. To go to Tioga, we didn't know where we would go back to in New Orleans. That's true. So we went to Tioga. We got a a um, hotel room, and our financial situation at that time, we were like, after this week, we, we don't, don't have money do. for another hotel. And I went to God and I says, God, I don't have money for another hotel. You're going to have to do something for us. Well, somebody contacted me in the middle of the week and said, Hey, I know this lady. She's got a camp. She's got a trailer on the campground. So she wants y'all to use it for the next two weeks. And so, okay, praise the Lord. He gave us a camp, uh, somewhere to stay for two weeks while we were um, at the campgrounds working. Right. And so we just continued to keep the main thing, the main thing. Right. Kept him first. Would go have church and stuff like that. And then those two weeks were coming up. I'm like, okay, God, (laughs) we've had this for two weeks. Now, now what are you going to do now? Right. Because you're not going to make me look dumb. I know that. Right. You know, and uh, somebody contacted me and said, hey, I have a camper I want you to have. And he he showed me, he called me, told me where to go, told me to come to his this house. Is a big miracle for and he yeah. showed us, he showed me this camper that was older than me. Yeah. I think Jesus stayed in it at one point in time. Oh, it was wow. Really old. <laughs> and uh, I liked it though, because it we was were retro. Like, Great, it's the, somewhere to stay. The interior was like a time capsule, it was perfect. I loved it. <laughs> and he says, Well, listen, call me Monday morning and we're going to see what God's going to do. Okay, no problem. But we were grateful that he said, no grateful. matter what happens, at least yeah. you'll have this. And so I was grateful. Like, thank you, Jesus. We got somewhere to go. And uh, I called him Monday morning 
And he said, you know, the Lord worked on me yesterday at church and I want to give you my 2019 camper that fits 10 people oh. and I'll have it delivered to the campground for you. <laughs> and so within that span of time, those two weeks we were in a trailer, very grateful for it. God opened up a door for us to have our own camper and we own it. It's ours. Wow. And so God put us in this camper. And then when we were in the camper, we're like, okay, God, we can't stay here forever. I mean, we need a place in New we Orleans. To you got to open up a door for us in New Orleans. Right. And my wife was, um, she was praying one night and the Lord told her to open up the Zillow app, which is a crazy thing for God to but tell But the you. Lord literally but told me that. She opened up the Zillow app, I believe it was on my phone. And uh, the first thing she sees is the house that we're in right now. It was only on the app for maybe an one, hour. No, one minute. It was it only was, for one was minute. Just, just posted it. And she inquired about it. And the people were like, yes, you guys can get in here. And uh, we actually found out when we came to look at the house that they had already made up in their minds they wanted us to yes. be in the house. Really? And so in that space of waiting, that was two weeks. They yeah. said, we're going to Puerto Rico. We'll come back. When we come back, then y'all can look at the house and we can go from there. In those two weeks... I said, okay, God, listen, this is what you told me. This is what you spoke. And so we had to keep our faith at a level that he could still operate. Right. We had to sit there and doubted him those two weeks. I do not believe we would be here today. Right. Yeah. Now that God gave us this, we said together, God gave us this house. We're going to use it for his glory. Right. Now we pack it out every week for midweek service. For Bible studies. Between and 30, else, yeah. 40 right. people will come here. Well, listen, I, 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 this is his house. <laughs> I'm, I'm yes. totally blown away by everything. And it really, I know the best is just, this is just the beginning. Uh, if this is the beginning, then I might need to just move to New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? I need, I need four seasons though. Y'all have it too hot down there. Let me ask I you, this. I, I know we're a few minutes over. I want our sponsors to give us just about five more minutes. Cause I, I you know, you okay. can't have preachers for 30 minutes. They, we can't do no. nothing that short, but let me ask you this about the, the situation where there was gunfire and you, you got shot. Yes. May the 19th, pastor got shot. Yeah. And I felt like my world stopped. Uh Uh-oh. That's all right. That's all right. We have a five-year-old. We have a scraggler. We're very kid-friendly on this show. He's he's escaped the dungeon. So it was a miracle. I want to say this in forehand. Sometimes God will warn you of an impending situation yes. when he needs you to respond appropriately. Right. Yeah. So at 712, 702. On, uh, 702 yeah. on May the 19th, we got a phone call from a pastor that's about an hour from us. It said, this is what the Lord told me in prayer. I know that both of you are armed. Yes, we, 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 uh, like, guns. we like guns. Okay, yeah. he said, but the Holy Ghost told me to call you, tell you that if he tells you to shoot, under no circumstance and under any, whatever he said, do exactly what he does, tells you to do. Shoot immediately. But if the Holy Ghost tells you, do not shoot for no reason under any circumstance, do you shoot? Okay. He said, do you understand? And we said, yeah. yeah. When we hung the phone up, we looked at each other and said, well, that was weird. Yeah, I was like, what are you talking about? And so we let it go. Th- that day was a work day at the church for me. And uh, she got a phone call about midday for somebody needed some counseling. So she went to handle that. And I had all the kids at the church with me. And we're just picking up, doing yard work, stuff like that. And at the end of the day, someone was getting ready to go down. I put the kids in the van, closed the doors of the van up. And I 
went and locked the church up. And uh, walking back across the street, I heard gunfire. And as anybody would do, it caught my attention. So I looked in the direction I heard it in. And then bullets were whizzing past me. Past, I heard them whizzing past my head. I heard them hitting the ground and whizzing past me. And that moment, I took off running. And um, as I was running, it felt like a rock, like kicked up and hit me in the leg. So I stumbled, fell down, got up, got in my truck, and I peeled off with the kids. And um, got about a mile away from the church, and I was in a safe spot, and I got out, caught my breath for a minute. When I got out, my, my leg was hurting me, but I didn't think nothing of it. It was just like a, like a, like I got hit with a rock. Yeah. It was nothing. And um, called my wife for what happened, and, and I went back to the church because by that time, I knew the police were going to be there. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm there for my community. You know, I didn't know who I can help. Right. And uh, I get there, and when I get to the church— um, when I get to the church, I get out of the truck and told the kids stay in the truck. And, uh, my leg was, the, the pain was, was more at that time. And, uh, my knee was starting to swell up. And I, I noticed there was a hole in my pants and I'm like, there's no way I got shot. There's no blood. Ain't no way. What is this? And I'm not thinking nothing of it. The one big, huge thing that he's forgetting <laughs> is that in the midst of the bullets going off, he pulled his gun. And the, the Lord spoke to him I in did. that moment and said, do not shoot. I had my gun in my hand and I was ready to go. I told you I'm from the hood. <laughs> and so, but the Lord spoke to me. He said, wow. do not shoot. Do not shoot. So I just, I just kept rolling with it. But yeah, that, I forgot about that part. Yeah. But anyway, um, the EMTs came, the police were like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, well, my legs hurt me. Like, Did you get shot? And I'm like, I don't think so. But it's weird. There's a small hole in my pants. I don't get it. And the EMTs came, they looked at it, and they're like, you just, you just go shot. to a, he, they said, I think you got shot, but go to a local hospital because it could have been a graze. We don't know. We don't know. Just get but checked something out. Happened. You want to take the ambulance? I'm like, no, no. man, I'll just, I'll drive myself. Because <laughs> again, there was no blood. Right. So I get to the hospital and uh, the ER doctor's looking at my leg. And when I tell you, she's looking at my leg for <laughs> three, four, five minutes, just like staring at it. Yeah. And I finally broke the silence in the room. And I said, is everything okay? Something wrong? She was just sitting there and she said, I cannot believe this. I see gunshots every that single day. And you have everything stating that you were directly shot. You were not grazed. She said, there's the bullet burn. There's the bruising. There's even a hollow point shaped bruise yes. in the center of it. Telling me you got shot directly, directly. above your knee. She said, but the bullet has bounced off of me. <laughs> what? She said, I've never seen this before. I have pictures of it. Well, <laughs> you just see the tip of the hollow point. Yeah. Like, what did you think about that, yeah. Mike? Man. Hey, look. Man, my when man she said that, I just started throwing Jesus at her at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I to her I'll then. tell you what. Bulletproof, man. That's hey, bulletproof man. right there, man. God. <laughs> I will wow. be, let me be fair and honest with you though. Yeah. After that, our phones blew up. It felt like with people saying, okay, so y'all ready to leave now? Yeah. Y'all can go take any church. Blah, blah, blah. Nah. I said, listen here. Listen, I'd rather be where God stops the bullets right. than any other church right. in this nation. Oh. Evidently, he's blocking them here, so I'll stay. That's right. Wait. I mean, the telephone pole by the church got yeah. shot up, it had bullet holes in it. Yeah. And uh, well, you know what? Got you, pictures of it and stuff like that. They shot in the direction of our church van. Right. It was he about a block hit away from the church. By the church van. 
Right in front of the church. But my children are safe. I mean, who doesn't take a bullet in front of the church every now and then? <laughs> Listen, man. <laughs> I mean, uh, okay, ladies and gentlemen, wow. I think I hear the music, but here's what I want to tell you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta have y'all back because it's just <laughs> you, it's, it's, it's powerful. Listen, I tell. Well, hold I'm on, hold post on. The picture in the comments. Okay, okay, sister, hold on one second. Let me. I will collect, let y'all close it out. But I, I want you guys to see. I, I told you that we. It was amazing. That this is what the walk of faith is. You know, when when God tells you, and Mike, you know this. When God tells you to go a certain direction, you go. And when God tells you to, when God tells you to stop, you stop. And uh, who knows? You know, had you started firing back, you know, it could have could have ended a whole lot differently. But but to all of our to all of our audience, to our live audience, to those that will download the podcast, I just want you to know that pastors Philip and Jasmine McKee, out of the the New Orleans Apostolic Haven in New Orleans, are building a church for the glory. And yes. the undeniable testimony of the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And right. so I'm thankful that we can bring people like this on the show, Mike. You know what I mean? I'm glad that we can bring people like this on the show who can lift up and say, hey, man, you know, we're just ordinary people serving an extraordinary God. I mean, there's 11 of them, so don't right. try to step to them. I mean, like I'm counting the two <laughs> in the stomach. They, they, they rolled deep. Um, but we're but we're very we're very very blessed to hear the great testimonies. I plan on flying down, even though I don't like to fly. Yeah, I plan on flying down. I, I want my VIP seating in the in the. Uh, yeah. Well, have me in the back row somewhere, brother. Okay, well I come to town. I got you on the platform. <laughs> so we're gonna let you take up all. Yeah. <laughs> So Listen, God's going to do it. That's yeah. right. When he does, it's going to be epic. It's going to be awesome. So listen, I want to give each one of you one minute. Okay? Got to listen, to, listen to the elder now. One minute. One okay? minute. I'm going to let Jasmine go. I want you to speak a word of encouragement to our listeners out there. Go, Jasmine. Go first. So I feel something God put on my heart today was that we need to see and have faith in God to move beyond our realm of what we consider to be normal and comfortable. Right. So if you will, the way I describe it is like this. People ask where, how do we see these miracles? It's here. We have gone and we're driven on a road that God's told us to drive on. And at first it had asphalt and then asphalt turns to rock. And that gravel, if you will, turns to sand and the sand turns to water, but God said, keep going. So we have to drive on that water as if it's asphalt, because God said to go. And if you will do exactly what he says to do, you won't fail. You right. won't sink, you won't go under. And you will see the power of God move because you've met him in the realm that he works best in, which yes. is impossible. That's right, That's right. I love that. The realm of impossible. Pastor Philip. So, so we are normal people. There's nothing special right. about us, there's no uh, magic dust. There's nothing crazy that we do that you that anybody else out there can do. Your faith and your relationship with Jesus comes through your prayer life. Yes. You have to have a close-knit relationship with God. And prayer is the key to that relationship. Any relationship is built on communication. If you don't talk with your spouse ever, there's no relationship. If you don't talk to uh, friends and family, there's no relationship. It's just like Jesus. If you're going to have a relationship with Jesus, there has to be prayer. 
And through that prayer will come fasting because that's your sacrifice saying, Lord, I love you this much. And I, I'm going to do this for you so I can exactly consecrate myself to become closer to you. I say this all the time. Jesus did not come to this earth to bring us a religion. He came to bring us a relationship. That's right. He came to show us relationships and how to build one with him through your prayer life. That's how your faith will grow. Awesome. Well, listen, guys, Mike, is your faith increased at all tonight, brother? I mean, definitely. Uh, amen. I can't say nothing else, but God bless you guys. God bless you both. <laughs> and I'm coming with CL. I'm just inviting myself. Yes, you understood. I looked in the chat and Greg said he was driving. So he'll okay. get there four days after the conference is over. Me and you'll be on the plane back home. <laughs> Greg don't like to fly, but he'll he'll fly with us. We'll we'll, we'll twist his arm and get him on there. Yeah, Pastor on. Philip and Jasmine McKee, pastors of the Noah, the New Orleans Apostolic Haven. You can find that. Go to their cash app. Just type in N O Apostolic Haven, capital N, capital A, capital H. The dollar sign goes first. You can find them on PayPal, New Orleans Apostolic Haven at Gmail, or you can go to Jasmine Ramos McGee and you can find uh, the link to give and participate. I'm telling you what, this will, this, I've told them this, I've told them this on their public page. This church will be known from coast to coast and and not just because of who they are but because of who they serve and so guys we love you get your phone together <laughs> we love you we appreciate you we'll have you back in a couple months for an update okay all right that sounds, sounds great good. i appreciate you thank you for having us. god bless you guys god bless you guys all right mike so that's just me and you now brother man i'll tell you what <laughs> what a night huh I tell you what, man, that, that bullet and leg story that blew me away, man. Yeah, that is, yeah, that is something. You know, I I think about this that you know sometimes people think that um, you know the things that that God does, you know it, the miracles that He does, it, it was only for you know the Old and New Testament, turning water into wine and walk open in the Red Sea, but but right. I believe that He still does miracles today, man. Definitely, I mean He sure He sure does. I mean, think about people picking up cars who save babies. I yeah. mean, extreme things happen, you know. People get massive car accidents and the car is destroyed and they walk away with no nothing. They walk away like... Yeah, they walk away like... <laughs> like That's interesting. <laughs> and the car is like, you know, in pieces. You know? Right, man. That ain't, that ain't a miracle of God, you know. Well... Don't get your attention. You know, I, I, I just am so thankful, brother, that, that, you know, we don't push... We don't push our faith on people. We don't even push it on this audience. But we do, we do with all the different types of people that we have on this show. We do say, hey, listen, man, you can come here and you can feel better after spending time here at Impacting Life 24-7. You know what I'm saying, Black? That's right. I mean, even though, like you say, we don't do uh, a religious you know, show, you know, uplifting is uh, naturally embedded in our show. Yeah, think, that's right. I think we just we just do it naturally. Yeah. And so uh, just it's on you to get the most out of it is if you listen. Right. <laughs> yeah. You just so, gotta you kind of gotta, gotta listen. listen. And you just gotta listen, man. And speaking of listening, Mike, we are really on this kick now. We want people to subscribe. You go to Apple Podcast and download the podcast and subscribe. And also right. rate what you experience. Like, if you think the show is good, man, you really, right. really help us out with the algorithm by going and subscribing and rating the show. 
Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's what what you got to do to help us out, and, and we appreciate it. Yeah, How and so we're we're uh, we're we're thankful. Number one for the platform that God has given us. We're thankful, number two, that you and I are going on a parallel journey of writing our books. Our books are finished, just waiting on the slow snail mail government, right? Copyright, man. <laughs> they just need to hurry up so we can get it moving. The hammer is going down, baby. The hammer's going down. His book is called The Journey of One Tortoise. Don't take me so seriously. And, of course, my book, Who Ate My Brownie? No matter the adversity, still can make it. Of course, Greg Smith is down at the 500-yard line. What's the name of the podcast? The name of the podcast is Impacting Life 24-7. Impacting Life 24-7. You can find that uh, on all major platforms where you can uh, download your podcast. Uh, Apple Podcasts is, is our main carrier. So just go there. And uh, rate the show. Let people know what you think about it. Let us know that you what you saw this episode. And, uh, man, that just really helps the community build. And this is what we do. We have sponsors that help this show out. And so it's really a, a, an organism and an organization. Of course, our company, Impacting Life 24-7 LLC, where I'm the CEO, Mike's the operations officer, and Greg is the vice president. We decided, man, we were going to go all in. Right, Black? We, we're all in. We are all in. Man. We're, we're all in to this thing of this notion of, hey, man, we can impact people's lives. And so, yeah, the title of the podcast is Impacting Life 24-7. What you got planned for the rest of the night, Black Nothing? I ain't got nothing planned, man. Just thankful that you let me come on here. And sorry for the technical difficulty in the beginning, but... Yes, for me, I'm going to go back to my uh, undisclosed location. <laughs> That's right. He's like, he's like, he's in the bunker, like Dick Cheney. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll see you when I see you. Uh, man. I'll see you when I see you. And so today is Tuesday. Uh, we will be back with some sort of broadcast material on Thursday, and uh, we look forward to seeing you. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Danny. Thank you, Katrina. And thank you, Vera, and all of our listeners around the country. Mike, give us a closing thought before we roll. So the closing thought is, is just like the pastor said, you know, just be thankful in everything. You can always be thankful and, and look around, look at your life. Thank you for your loved ones, your job, your health. I mean, you name it, just have an attitude of thankfulness and uh, you'll be much happier for it. So I'd just like to encourage everyone out there to just, just be thankful. Yeah. And I'm thankful too, man. I'm thankful for you, Black. You are my right hand man. And uh, I will yes, tell sir. you this, I'm sorry we went a little long tonight. But you know when you get preachers in the room, they cannot talk short. They just can't do it. It's impossible. <laughs> no, you can't because – and there was two of them. So Yeah, you, you know what were, I mean? We got the two, two, two for yeah. the price of one, right, bro? <laughs> yeah, two for the price of one, man. And, and uh, you did great. And, of course, shows like this that go over, I don't think people mind. No, nah, they okay. don't, man. All right, well, we'll see you guys back here on Thursday and uh, for another exciting episode of Impacting Life 24-7 with your host, C.L. King and Mike Black. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, everybody.